I got up this morning already with a full plate. I was at my computer typing away at 6 a.m., trying to get a head start on several projects in the hopes that I could enjoy a gorgeous weekend outside. With three looming deadlines, including the latest edition of this podcast, the last thing I planned to do today was to watch streaming video online. But I got an email from my friend Audrey Peterman. She and her husband Frank are environmental activists based in Atlanta and the co-authors of the new book, Legacy on the Land. Frank and Audrey are working to raise awareness for the importance of outdoor recreation, especially as it pertains to people of color and the urban poor. The two of them, along with a few other friends and colleagues, are gathered today in Washington, D.C. to attend the White House Conference on the Great Outdoors. A few hundred dignitaries from around the country are meeting to discuss new initiatives to get more people off the couch and outdoors. Audrey wrote in her email that the conference would be televised live and included an address from President Barack Obama. So I naturally dropped everything, set up my computer, and plugged in my digital recorder. If you missed it, I'm pleased to bring you the President's comments. I'm not sure what the White House or the FCC will have to say about my broadcasting his speech, but until I get busted, I hope you enjoy what he had to say. I'm James Mills, and you're listening to The Joy Trip Project. Ladies and gentlemen, to introduce the president, the chair of the Council on Environmental Quality, Nancy Sutley. Thank you very much. It is great privilege to work under the leadership of President Barack Obama, who is a strong and steady guardian of the health and beauty of the natural places that span this great country. From the lush landscapes of Hawaii to the public basketball courts of Chicago to the green expanse of the White House lawn, this president is intimately familiar with the many faces of America's great outdoors. His personal connection and commitment to America's natural heritage is clear in his determination to instill in his two young daughters an appreciation of the country's diverse beauty. In earlier, less hectic days, he did this during weekends in the beautiful parks and shorelines of Chicago. And he did it last summer when the first family spent their vacation among, amid the breathtaking majesty of Grand Canyon and Yellowstone National Parks. And to me, his commitment is clearest in the remarkable conservation legacy that he has already begun to establish. In signing the Public Lands Management Act of 2009, President Obama ensured the protection of some of the country's most pristine rivers and rugged wilderness. By working diligently for a comprehensive clean energy and climate bill, he is laying a path to protect the health of our lands and waters for future generations of Americans. And like so many of you in this room today, he and his family are setting an example of conservation at home and through community service. For the 40th anniversary of Earth Day next week, he has challenged Americans to take action in their homes, communities, schools, and businesses to improve the environment. At the White House, 
He and the First Lady have planted an, or, an organic kitchen garden, sending a message to all Americans about the value of local, healthy foods. And the First Lady's Let's Move initiative is getting kids off the couch and reconnected to the great outdoors. President Obama is a true champion of the mountains, streams, beaches, parks, wilderness, and wide open spaces that belong to all Americans. I'm proud to serve this president and honored to present him to you today. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please, everybody have a seat. Thank you. Thank you. It, it is a great privilege uh, to join for this uh, conference on America's Great Outdoors. Uh, there are a number of people that obviously I want to acknowledge here who have worked tirelessly uh, to move this agenda forward. Uh, at the top of our list, uh, our Secretary of the Interior, who I believe is going to be one of the best Secretaries of the Interior uh, in American history, uh, Ken Salazar, who has just fully embraced this issue. We're thrilled with the work he's done. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Secretary Tom Vilsack, Administrator Lisa Jackson, Nancy Sutley, all have been part of what we call our green team uh, and are consistently providing creative ideas to make sure uh, that we understand that conservation is not contrary to economic growth. It is an integral part, uh, part of economic growth, and uh, they have just done a fabulous job on that. So please give them a big round of applause. We have my outstanding NOAA Administrator, Dr. Jane Lubchenco. Uh, we have Assistant Secretary of the Army for Civil Works, uh, Joellen Darcy. Uh, Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Installations and the Environment, Dr. Dorothy Robin. Uh, and in the audience, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, we've got some uh, luminaries. Uh, is Governor Bill Richardson in the house? There he is from New Mexico. Former Secretary of the Interior, uh, Secretary Bruce Babbitt, uh, is here. Uh, one of the finest young mayors in the country, uh, Mayor Cory Booker. And to all the outstanding members of Congress uh, who have been so uh, diligent in promoting uh, a conservation agenda. Now, I, I am mindful that the first such conference uh, was held over one century ago uh, by one of my favorite presidents, one of our greatest presidents, and certainly our greatest conservation president. Upon taking office, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, avid bird watcher, bear hunter, uh, set out on a tour of the American West that would change his life and the life of a nation forever. Yeah, he stood in awe of the geysers at Yellowstone. 
He camped in a snow blizzard at Yosemite. He stood on the lip of the Grand Canyon. The ages have been at work on it, he declared. Man can only mar it. And from that sense of commitment sprang five national parks, 18 national monuments, 51 federal bird reservations, and 150 national forests. From that commitment sprang an effort to save the great redwoods of California and the petrified forests of Arizona, the great bird rocks of the Aleutian Islands, and the, uh, the Thongas of Alaska. From that commitment sprang a breathtaking legacy of conservation that still enhances our lives. Now that legacy is an extraordinary achievement, and, and no matter how long I have the privilege of serving as president, I know I can never match it. Uh, and I will probably never shoot a bear. Uh, that's, a, that's a fair fair bet there, fair guess. <laughs> but, but I do intend to enrich that legacy. And I feel an abiding bond with the land that is the United States of America. And I do for the same reasons that all of you do. For the same reasons families go outside for a picnic or campers spend a night in a national park and sportsmen track game through the woods or way deep into a river. It's a recognition passed down from one generation to the next, that few pursuits are more satisfying to the spirit than discovering the greatness of America's outdoors. And when we see America's land, we understand what an incredible bounty uh, that we have been given. And it's our obligation to make sure that the next generation uh, enjoys that same bounty. And that recognition has been a touchstone of this presidency, thanks to the outstanding leadership of Ken Salazar and Secretary Vilsack and Lisa Jackson and Nancy Sutley. Uh, they have done uh, extraordinary work. Last year, I signed into law a public lands bill, the most significant in decades, that designated two million acres of wilderness, over 1,000 miles of wild and scenic rivers, and three national parks. We better protected, cherished places like Oregon's Mount Hood. We're taking a new approach to our national forests to make sure they're not just providing timber for lumber companies, but water and jobs for rural communities. We are restoring our rivers and coasts, from the Chesapeake Bay to the Gulf Coast, from the Great Lakes to the Everglades. So yes, we are working faithfully to carry on the legacy of Teddy Roosevelt in the 21st century. But we also know that we must adapt our strategies to meet the new challenges of our time. Over the last century, our population grew from about 90 million to 300 million people. And as it did, we lost more and more of our natural la landscape to development. Meanwhile, a host of other factors, from a changing climate to new sources of pollution, have put a growing strain on our wildlife and our waters and our lands. So rising to meet these challenges is a task and an obligation but it's one that government cannot and should not meet alone. There are roughly 1,600 privately run land trusts in this country that have protected over 10 million acres through voluntary efforts. And by working with farmers and ranchers and landowners, the Department of Agriculture's Conservation Reserve Program has protected over 30 million acres, and its Natural Resource Conservation Service 
a service that is 75 years old this year, has protected almost 3 million more. So together, we are conserving our working lands in a way that preserves the environment and protects local communities. And that's the kind of collaborative spirit at the heart of the America's Great Outdoors initiative that we're launching today. In the months ahead, members of this administration will host regional listening sessions across America. We'll meet with everybody, from tribal leaders to farmers, from young people to business people, from elected officials to recreation and conservation groups. And their ideas will help us form a 21st century strategy for America's great outdoors to better protect our natural landscape and our history for generations to come. I understand we're not talking about a big federal agenda being driven out of Washington. We're talking about how we can collect best ideas on conservation, how we can pursue good ideas that local communities embrace, and how we can be more responsible stewards of tax dollars to promote conservation. First, we're going to build on successful conservation efforts being spearheaded outside of Washington by local and state governments, by tribes and by private groups, so we can write a new chapter in the protection of rivers, wildlife habitats, historic sites, and the great landscapes of our country. Secondly, we're going to help farmers, ranchers, property owners who want to protect their lands for their children and their grandchildren. Third, we'll help families spend more time outdoors, building on what the First Lady has done through the Let's Move uh, initiative to encourage young people to hike and bike and get outside more often. And fourth, we want to foster a new generation of community and urban parks so that children across America have the chance to experience places like Millennium Park in my own Chicago. We're launching this strategy because it's the right thing to do. Because as TR said, we must not mar the work of the ages. But we're also doing it because it's the right thing to do for our economy. It's how we're going to spur job creation in the tourism industry and in the recreation industry. It's how we'll create jobs preserving and maintaining our forests, our rivers, our great outdoors. In a time of great difficulty, when we are recovering from the worst recession in generations and waging two wars abroad. Some may ask whether now is the time to reaffirm our commitment to our national heritage. But I want everybody to recall, it was in the midst of the Civil War that Abraham Lincoln set aside lands that are now Yosemite. It was in the midst of a Great Depression that FDR formed the Civilian Conservation Corps that built the trails and campgrounds and parks we enjoy today. Even in times of crisis, we're called to take the long view, to preserve our national heritage, because in doing so, uh, we fulfill one of the responsibilities to, that falls to all of us as Americans and as inhabitants of this same small planet. And that is the responsibility that we are rising to meet today. So thank you all for the outstanding work that you're doing individually. I look forward to the work that you're going to be doing collectively and advising this administration. Thank you. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Immediately after the President's address, he signed a memorandum acknowledging his administration's support for a national movement to get more people outdoors and directly involved in environmental conservation. If you're interested in learning more about how you might get involved, check out First Lady Michelle Obama's Let's Move initiative. 
the president and his family are working to help all Americans live a more active, healthy lifestyle. You can too. Visit letsmove.gov. For the Joy Trip Project, this is James Mills. New music this week by the Conductive Alliance. This bootleg edition of the Joy Trip Project is brought to you with absolutely no financial support whatsoever from our regular sponsors. Our goal is to bring you the latest news on the business, art, and culture of the active, sustainable lifestyle, however possible. This opportunity kind of fell out of the sky, so sorry if we violated any laws of copyright or compromised national security. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by posting a link to it on your Facebook page or send it as a tweet to your followers on Twitter. Social media is a vibrant exchange of ideas. Join the conversation by becoming engaged. Post your comments to the Joy Trip Project blog or send us an email at info at joytripproject.com. Share your stories. Share your passion for outdoor recreation, environmental conservation, acts of charitable giving, and practices of sustainable living, and you just might inspire our next joy trip together. But most of all, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, take care. Take care.